What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 574th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Greg. Hello. Welcome to 574. One away from 575. A big number. Will we do anything for it? No. No. We'll save it for 600. Because it's, it's 600 is the one you need to focus on. 75. And we are so past those quarter marks. <laughs> They're nothing now. We've been around the block. Been around the block a few times. Speaking about going around the block, Hannah's here. Kinda. <laughs> I've been playing the new Pokemon Go event. That's the closest I get. You I got that new shirt Plus on. Plus, though. I do. Can... I hate it. I want to love it. <laughs> oh, boy. I. It's one of my favorite colors. I love the design. I have no idea why the center of the design is in, on my solar plexus. It needs to be up higher. I may try and get oh, it adjusted. No. It absolutely it's, does need to be higher, but I don't. I think awful. that's how all of them are. But it's bad, and they should no, fix it. No, I know it it's bad. I know it's bad, but it would be one of my favorite Pokemon shirts ever if the design was just three inches higher. I understand now. For our <laughs> for our audio listeners, it's just the design is very low on the shirt. Yeah, it's, it's very, not like Superman logo. It's the it's center of the Pokeball is centered. on your yeah. <laughs> It is very center of your body, which it's is just not awkward. where you want your designs very to be. Very polyworld. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's polyworld. Yes, it's very polyworld and not Superman. Got it. And it, need, it needs to be more Superman and less polyworld. Exactly. Okay. Uh, we do have some stuff to talk about. We New TCG stuff, Pokemon panel at Comic-Con. That's like the first time ever. Maybe we'll get to the Pokemon forum stuff again. I don't even know if they still exist. We should check that. Uh, but before we get to that, Speaking of Pokemon Go, the Pokemon Go Plus Plus is officially released. And as of recording this podcast at 3 p.m. on a Sunday, Pokemon Sleep is available in New Zealand. So who knows how fast it will get to everyone else? Do you, who knows? <laughs> 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 but uh, I think that Pokemon Sleep will get around here before my Go Plus Plus th- does. I can oh, say yeah. that. That that thing is never that I'm never getting that thing. Where did you order N- this Nintendo? Yeah, but did it your Nintendo ship? Because mine said it shipped Friday. Yes, it no. shipped, but it says it's supposed to get here on Thursday. It what? did not ship. It has not yet shipped. I have to remember that I should never order from Nintendo. Yes, yes. If there's a lesson to <laughs> be I, learned here from anything. I I always remember that after and i'm like well i don't really i don't really care how quickly i get this device and that sort of holds true but i forget just how bad they are running a shop business because i called them like it has not even processed they're like well it doesn't come out until tomorrow i said correct but you know it's coming out tomorrow so why have you not started this process because it doesn't come out till tomorrow yeah, yeah, but you know it's coming. You you could do all of this in preparation. You could get ahead of the curve. Well, we know uh, you'll see it. I'm like, you know what? We're done. Fine. I'm not. We we don't need to speak anymore. I don't. Oh no, mine, mine doesn't says, say Thursday. Mine does say Thursday. Okay. Preparing to ship. Preparing to ship. Yeah, I mean, like, it, sh- it we we sh- it should come at no surprise <laughs> that like nothing from Pokemon Center 
or Nintendo will ever hit release date. Maybe if yeah. you're like super lucky, maybe like if you're in throwing distance of like Reggie Fisame's arm, <laughs> it will like get there. He doesn't even do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, he he's left. retired. He retired. He retired his pitching arm. But also like I was at Mall of America yesterday because my life is unfortunate and I have to end up there a lot. Look, there's just a lot of stores that they have all in one place. <laughs> there, you, there's a better, there's a better, pl- you just go to Southdale. The prices are cheaper and it's a better mall. Uh, but yeah, I always do my, I always do a lap though. Like it gives me like the, I do my lap, I get my sip club, I hit up the stores. Easy in, easy out. It's actually really easy to get. Well, on a weekday, it's very easy to get in and out of Mall of America. At a weekend, who? Nope. <laughs> Another thing coming. Denied. But GameStop had a bunch. They had like six on their shelf. And I was like, ah, I guess I'll like, I want to talk about it on the show. And I already have like a handful coming to me. So I guess I'll pick it up because they literally have it in the shelves, which is kind of crazy to think about because one, it sold out everywhere at Best Buy, Nintendo, where Pokemon said like it was sold out everywhere. Even though I think all three of us pre-ordered in what, March, February? February. February. February 27th. How yep. do you pre-order something in February and then it still is late? <laughs> this is what I called customer service for. This is this is what I was saying to Nintendo customer service. How? How? How do you not know how to run a retail business? How, how does that GameStop is- out of all locations have them in stock? <laughs> And I, I honestly thought Best Buy has them in stock too. Any place that is physical store that would need to get them in stock by release date, because that's who they care about getting them to by release date, they probably have them in stock. So I, yeah, I, I did, I did three at Best Buy because they went, they, uh, they went up on Best Buy in February. I did three: one for me, one for me when I lose one, and then <sighs> one for me to keep in my box. So then I can sell it alongside my ancient Mew and then retire. Understand? You gotta you gotta let it appreciate a little bit. You gotta put it in the closet next to the ancient Mew, next to what your you Burger need- King gold Pokeball <laughs> coins. You gotta let it build up in value. Like this Detective Pikachu cartridge that I inherited? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's my It's only going up plan. It's only going it's only when when two comes out, I'm gonna sell this and say, look. It's moved on to its new owner. You can't speak to me. You need to speak to its new owner. So I did in-store pickup for Best Buy back in February. And Thursday night, they send me a, a, a push notification because I got the Best Buy app. And it's like, hey, just to let you know, your order's not quite ready, but we'll oh, let no. you know tomorrow. And then tomorrow <laughs> morning, then the next morning, it was like, let's see, let you know, it's not quite ready yet. <laughs> just to let you know and then it it gave me an option to ship it to my house and it was like if you switch it to shipping it'll be there on wednesday and i was like okay i either take wednesday and you ship it or i'm just gonna keep getting this notification of not quite ready every two hours (laughs) because they're not gonna ship it on a saturday or sunday right like it's not gonna be there i mean if it does arrive it's not like the weekend best buy employees are gonna unpack those packages so i don't know it's i have one now I, did you did you Hannah wait did you say you got yours or yours is still no mine oh, is okay. coming on Thursday I seriously considered going to a GameStop to try and get one in person but I already purchased it and I don't want to go through the hassle that's, of returning the Nintendo that's what one. I thought there as well. is no amount of desire <laughs> for anything <laughs> that would ever say to myself I'm gonna go to a GameStop and pick this up there is 
that I know from the minute I walk into that <laughs> door, I am having a miserable experience and I wish I had just waited. There's just no amount, none. Like, it's bad enough when I have to walk in there and get a code, much less go in there and buy something to be told about the 17 million pre-orders that I, I, yeah, I get want the next Call of Duty. one thing. Next sure. Call of Duty, next Madden, next, next Madden. FIFA. Do Pokemon. you want to buy Final Fantasy? Not from you. <laughs> I don't. I like the pictures. So the <laughs> I I did check to see if Target had any. And they have pictures of the product. And the one that is the strangest to me is just a pillow and a person's arm holding it <laughs> on the pillow, pushing the button. And it makes no sense. It's just a de detached arm. On a pillow. What are you doing? It's you're thinking about it's it though. A sleep so device. It's, it's good marketing. But they have it <laughs> next to the pillow in the next picture with nobody there. Uh, so I, I have it here. It, it I heard is, it buzzes real loud. Yeah. Oh, oh, it does. It does. Okay. So this is what I will say. The hardware, very nice. The size, not as big as I was expecting, although it is still rather large. Um it's rounded on the back, which I don't think any of the pictures really showed. Um, so it is very uh, uh, hockey puck in its design, except round. Uh, I don't know. Are hockey pucks like they're round? Yeah, they're they're round around the circumference, but they they're flat, they're flat. on top and bottom. They're flat yeah. on top and bottom. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So this is not. This is rounded top and bottom. I don't know what what to call that. A, cil a cylinder, a disc. They're domed. Domed, yes. Double it is a domed. domed. Domed on the top, domed on the bottom. Um, what I don't like is when you put the wrist strap on. This is this I get this is so hard for audio listeners. Whether we were doing a video podcast or not, this <laughs> I still have to explain this. When you put the wrist strap on and then you hold it, it ends up being upside down. <laughs> but that is how you would hold it because of the wrist strap. If you were to turn it around, you just I, I guess you could do that, but like the okay. natural. Go put it. So put the wrist strap so it's on the back of your hand. So slide it around and then slide it to your fingers. Ta da! That, that seems <laughs> bad. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> I didn't say it was going to be good. I just said I had a fix. What do you just, offer me? There are the buttons on the top, right? They couldn't put the wrist strap loop there. The button, the button is on the top. The button is yeah. by the wrist strap loop. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, what are they? What are they doing? Also, I'm not sure exactly what the top button does. It's there for pairing initially, so it's really easy to pair. Um, you do have to unpair your current Pokeball Plus or your Pokemon Go Plus, so you have to unpair that first to get this to work. You press the button, and then it sees it, and then to confirm it, you press both buttons, and then it's good. Mm, I've seen some people talk about this on social media, and I didn't have the problem yesterday. I had that problem today, though. The problem is, like, sometimes it just doesn't work. And what I mean by that is, like, yesterday, you can... Okay, let's back up here. Let me explain what it does for $55. Beep, 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 beep. So it can do Pokeballs, Great Balls, and Ultra Balls. That's, like, new. That's what people were super excited about. Yeah, that's what I was excited about. It also spins stops, which is what the Pokeball did if you had a Pokemon in it. You can't put a Pokemon in here, so that's fine, whatever. But it will automatically still spin stops, and it will automatically catch Pokemon without you pressing the button, but 
only four Pokeballs. If you want to catch Pokemon using your Great Balls and your Ultra Balls, you can, but you have to press the button every time, which is like, whatever, fine. So yesterday when I was streaming with it, I did the, like, just Pokeballs, just do it for me, and it did, and it worked great, and it worked while I was driving. I had it in my pocket while I was driving, and, like, every five seconds, it was like, and then, like, you get to, like, a a stoplight, and then it goes crazy, because, like, you're actually stopped, like, nonstop. So, like, it's it's working while I'm driving, it's working while I'm walking. I did, like, a two-hour stream yesterday, it worked. Today, at Mall of America, it didn't work at all. I had it on. I had the same settings, like only like use the Pokeballs, auto catch. It wouldn't do anything without me pressing the button. I tried mm. to repair it, disconnect it. I tried to force quit the app. But even to spin a Pokestop, it wanted me to hit the button. Interesting. For two hours, I couldn't fix it. I just I just kept hitting the button because I was like, well, I'm here. <laughs> and yeah, like, that I've... feels like it's defaulting to the original Go Plus settings. Correct. Yeah. So I tried to disconnect it. I tried to restart the app. I tried to do everything. But that's what I saw people talk about yesterday. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. It worked perfectly for me. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, nope. And now I'm having the problem that everyone else is having, which is also it just buzzes really loud. <laughs> I've heard it buzzes really, really loud. I heard it's a loud buzzer. You know, like. The throughout the, our journey of the Pokeball Plus and the Pokemon Go Plus, there have been times where it hasn't worked, and there has to be updates. It's a relatively new product. I mean, it it does work. It doesn't work maybe a hundred percent of the time, but it it does work. I do think it is the best of the three, though, design wise, comfort wise. I have feature. heard that it is about one second slower with each thing, with catching Pokemon, with spinning stops, I've heard that it's about one second slower than the Pokeball Plus. And so if you're using it for a very long period of time, that can stack up. I feel like it's faster. I feel like yesterday I was like... Was it faster (laughs) when it worked? Yes. When When it worked yesterday, it felt super fast. But did it feel that way when you had to press the button? No. Today it did not feel that way. But when it was, when it was, if if I could review this off of yesterday's experience, (laughs) I would be like a hundred percent worth the $55. This is a really common question. And I actually want to answer it before I forget. People are like, I'm not hardcore enough. Should I buy this? I actually think it fits both markets. Like if you're hardcore, I think it's of course, because you love, you're addicted to Pokemon Go. You love it. You know, you breathe it. You sleep with it. Well, theoretically, yeah, technically you can't sleep with this. (laughs) Technically, yes, you can. (laughs) So yes, I think if you're hardcore, you should buy it. If you're casual, I still a hundred percent think it's worth it because I've, I've played with so many casual people who only do community day for like an hour, but then they're still there for the other two hours. And I think it's just so great to like turn this on and put it in your pocket and Mm -hmm. go about your day. Even when I was streaming yesterday, it was it's really well, that's because I'm like I'm, I'm like I'm like streaming with a camera and I'm like trying to walk and I'm trying to talk to people like even in that situation. It's just nice to be like, OK, it's working. It's catching. You guys can see it catching, but I can like watch where I'm going and I can explain what we're looking at. And it's I think it's great for casual people, too. Like, I 100 percent think it's worth it in that. Aspect. I mean, I liked my one because when I get tired of community day, I was just like, I'm going on easy mode. I'm tired of checking these things. I'm <laughs> yep. just going to catch for a while because I'm done. I'm done holding my phone. I'm done looking at my phone. I'm done. I just want to, like, have an hour of me just existing in the world and occasionally pushing a button. 
It's honestly one of my favorite ways to play Pokemon Go, which sounds silly, but I love going on long walks and just having an audiobook or a podcast or something playing in headphones and not having to focus on the thing in my hand while my ears are also occupied. I like being able to just be pressing the button, or in this case, I would be able to have it automatically just be catching Pokemon as I'm listening to my thing and walking around and enjoying the walk. It's a great time, and you can catch a bunch of Pokemon and even potentially Shinies, and I saw one person uh, caught a legendary Galarian bird with it wow, recently. That's crazy. I saw a post. Did they have it yeah. set for Ultra Ball or? Uh, nope. Normal Pokeball. Dang. It was it's hilarious. It's a chance. It's yeah. a chance. <laughs> um, the other thing is you can sleep with it without Pokemon Go. Uh, and online, it's like really hard to understand the verbiage they use, uh, especially since it's advertised for Pokemon Sleep. But I did it last night and it worked. So you the the when you first pair it, it will ask you what your like reward time is or like the time that you normally check Pokemon Go in the morning. So I said like eleven AM. That's normally when I wake up. And so when you go to bed, you're supposed to hold the button. Actually, let me see if I can do it here. It's not gonna work, is it? It should. I mean it lit up for half a second. There we go. I don't know if you guys can hear Pikachu singing. Uh, I can sort of hear Pikachu so, yes. singing. So you hold it, and then he starts singing a lullaby, which is really long, by the way. I don't know if there's a way to stop him from singing this lullaby. But <laughs> You can press the button once, is what I've heard. You have to manually press the button to stop oh, the Pikachu see, from singing. So I thought that would cancel. No, you have to hold it down again to have it cancel. Okay. So after he's, he's, he's still doing his lullaby here, he, he keep going. Okay, he's he's done. So now now this is in sleep mode, just this device is, and you need to still have at least a ninety minute nap for this to count. But when you when you're done sleeping, you hold the button again, and he goes pika pika because he's awake. And then when it gets to your reward time, so like I woke up at nine a.m. this morning, so he went pika pika, and then at eleven I got my rewards, which was one sticker. 1700 stardust and then like something else buddy and- hearts oh yeah buddy, buddy hearts. hearts yep and there was a little trumbeak flying in the sky and then it was like you slept for five hours i don't know if the birds in the sky change depending <laughs> on your sleep <laughs> but that but that from my understanding has nothing to do with sleep so like when sleep comes out I, I like I'm not going to be able to like backtrack my history of sleep from my understanding. That's I think what they told me in New York when I went. Um, this that is just a way for you to get those rewards in Pokemon Go. So I don't know fully. I guess we'll probably know probably in the next 24 to 48 hours if that's how it fully works with sleep, or if I just go into sleep and I say like, "Hey, I'm going to sleep." Do I have to still hold this button down and listen to the lullaby? And <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It is cool that it works. And like 1700 Stardust for like kind of doing nothing is is pretty awesome. And if you're going for that uh, get a heart with your buddy for 20 days in a row still, this makes it a little easier potentially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I am confused about how full featured it is with the Pokemon with the sleep aspect in Pokemon Go, and I sure hope you don't have to log your sleep separately in Pokemon Go and Pokemon Sleep once the actual Pokemon Sleep app is out. Yeah, that's my worry, too, is I don't want to log it twice. Yeah. 
if it works as is, like if I just have to, you know, go to sleep in the sleep app and then it works with Go sleep seamlessly, that's awesome. Obviously, right now I don't have sleep. I just have Go, so it's fine. <laughs> if I'd have to log it twice, I feel like I'd default to just using Go and, and let the sleep app alone just not use it. Well, here's the question, Hannah. Are you excited to pay $10 (laughs) a month to play Pokemon Sleep? Yes or no? No. Nope. (laughs) I'm not even going to do that. (laughs) Absolutely not. I thought I might try, but I already pay for a different sleep app. So I'm not adding another $10 a month for sleep tracking. How much is that other sleep app? uh, $6 a month. Yeah. Yeah. So 60 bucks a year. There are not. Well, 10. I'm assuming there's a discount <laughs> if you do a year. <laughs> that would be my guess. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just automatically thinking there's a discount. <laughs> Full disclosure, maybe you've already seen my YouTube video. The Pokemon invited me out to New York. They paid for my hotel and they paid for my flight. Um, they did not pay for my $80 Uber ride from my hotel to JFK. That was on me. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to New York. <laughs> they did not pay for my eighty dollars Uber ride. Um, that was fine though. We uh, the only re- I'm I'm to- I took the subway initially in, which was cool. But we had so much stuff to take back. I just didn't want to bring it on the subway, and we were already really short on time. Um, which like would have been fine on the subway unless we like missed or like took. You know, I just didn't want to be late. Anyways, I the second they said pricing, I thought to myself. This is the thing people are going to be upset about. Uh, even if they've never played it, they're going to be upset. Uh, <laughs> now, yep. I don't know if you guys have any questions for me in regards to that, but I did look up the number one sleep app in the Apple App Store is $50 a year, which is very different than $100 a year, which is what Pokemon Sleep would cost you if you did a full year. And the number two sleep app in the Apple App Store was $70 a year. So again, not even, well, 70 is closer to 100. But I'm just going to go on a whim and guess that the actual sleep apps that are number one and number two are probably better sleep apps than Pokemon Sleep will be. Uh, But also, uh, I don't think they have a game to them, so maybe. (laughs) The game aspect is what sets Pokemon Sleep apart. I think... If if it's the same as when I last looked into it, the two best sleep trackers that you can have for your phone are going to be the ones with external devices that track things like your heart rate. So that's going to be the sleep on the Apple Watch, and that's going to be the sleep that's attached to this little ring that I have, since I have one of those sleep rings. And so you actually have to have the physical device that tracks your body, and those are going to be the most accurate ones. And anything else is going to use the same sorts of stats that Pokemon Sleep does. So it's going to be roughly roughly the same inaccuracy. Greg, you paying the $10, right? That's too much money. <laughs> what do you what what would you pay? What would you pay? Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> like <laughs> I the game inside would have to be so amazing cuz I don't pay for any mobile game. Period. I don't like I play Masters every day and I think I've given him money once and I gave him 20 bucks. I'm like, yeah, this game is worth $20. I'm out. You haven't even I think you only gave Unite $20 too, right? I've only given Unite $20 too. Thanks. I'm out. I generally don't feel that there is enough there for me to pay more money for that. Like I don't have 
huge. I, I'm not worried about my sleep. I'm not worried about my sleep quality. I'm not worried about tracking my sleep. I'm none of that is a part of my day to day life. I tracked my sleep for like six months with a device that my husband kickstarted during his massive kickstarting phase. And I was like, yep, I slept the time that I was asleep. <laughs> yep, I knew that already. And you're taking a guess at how restful that was. I feel fine and I don't feel exhausted. And I never really feel exhausted. That type of game either has to be better than the things that I am paying roughly $100 a month for, which is generally Final Fantasy XIV, or a main series game, which I pay $60 once, and then the DLC is 30 and I need that level of gameplay, or... I'm out. I also don't know what you're doing with my data. Okay, I, I, also I asked that specific question. I was the one that asked that. I because they had the they had the the game director. I think was there. They they zoomed him in from Japan, so uh, it was like eight a.m. his time. You can tell that he was probably going to use Pokemon Sleep after our meeting. Um, but uh, I did ask, like, hey, you know. People are already upset about like location data in Pokemon Go and how that's being used. Obviously, your your sleep is related to health and health is really personal. What are you guys doing with our health data or what would you tell somebody who is concerned about your health data? And they said that Pokemon sleep will not share any sleep data or sell share or sell with any third parties. And the data will be uploaded anonymously to Pokemon Sleep. And if you look at the current Pokemon privacy policy for your country, they're not changing it for sleep. Now, that's going to be different than Niantic's policy, private privacy policy. But they said that they're following the current Pokemon privacy policy for this game. Uh, and then... You can upload, or it does record your your noises, like if you're snoring and stuff. That doesn't get shared with anyone. Uh, they don't actually do anything with that data. And that the sleep, the sleeping noises that you make, are for you and only you to listen back to, and they will expire after 24 hours. So they're not doing anything with your snoring data. They they don't even look at your snoring data. They don't get to hear what you say in your sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So I don't know if that makes anyone feel any better. Um, I mean, I will cover it very quickly. I'm on their privacy policy. Uh, they will use it for business operations, product and service delivery, personalized marketing, product improvement, communications, sec uh, security of services, and customer support. They say they do not share the personal information with third party other than as follows. Uh, if you consent to it, for third-party vendors that need that personal information that do the work for business purposes to comply with certain laws or to, in connection during with or any negotiation of any merger, financing, acquisition, bankruptcy, blah, 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 blah. Um, so unlike Niantic's, which does say, you know, anonymized stuff goes somewhere, <laughs> uh, which is their loophole, uh, they don't show any anything like anonymous stuff is sent outside of their company so at least on their current privacy page they don't do anything with the anonymous aggregate stuff at least what they have listed in their privacy policy yeah and they they i mean he answered me directly and 
That's what he said. He said the current privacy policy will not will be the same for Pokemon Sleep. But he did say like, hey, our privacy policy is probably slightly different in Japan than it is in the United States, that it is in, you know, Nigeria, that is is Germany. Um I posted the my like little Instagram short of like here's here's everything that the premium ten dollars gets you, and of course some of the comments were like they're charging us money and selling our data. It's like, well, it doesn't matter what I say, you know, people are gonna believe. Right. Yeah, it, so that's up to you, listener. I'm not try- I'm not here to convince you. I'm just telling you what the game director told me. I asked that question, and if it makes you feel good, cool. If it doesn't, look, I get it as well. <laughs> like, I'm not here to convince you. <laughs> so, is the game playable? At all without paying the ten dollars. Yes. Yeah. 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 It is. You are. You are not paying to win because I. <laughs> I don't know what you're really winning. <laughs> you're winning sleep. <laughs> um. You. It, it. I. I said this multiple times in my YouTube video, which is like fifty minutes. I answer a bunch of questions. Um. I will say it here. It is. It is paying to speed things up, and that's pretty mm. much it. Which I don't really get. I feel like I want to be able to use this for as long as possible. Yeah, I mean, like, I think part of me, this is just me personally, I think part of me is when I, I do pay for a game, I feel like there's like a sunk cost fallacy at that point where I feel like I'm obligated to play it even more because I paid. I don't know if the value is there. Like when Greg said, I pay $60 for a main series game and I think, well, this is $100 and I don't think that that's gonna. I don't think this is going to have more yeah. content than Scarlet and Violet. Um, I will say though, I was, there was way more content than I thought. There's so many items you can pick up. There's, it's an actual game. There's a hundred Pokemon at the start. I think they said that there's supposed to be 400 Pokemon eventually. It is gen one through gen nine. Um, you know, I already saw gen like, like I got a gen three, I got gulpin was when I woke up there, there is inventory management. There's Pokemon storage. Obviously you can collect Pokemon. (laughs) inventory management i am hardcore out <laughs> yeah i am so out you're you're it, it's it is like pokemon go where your bag has a storage limit your pokemon storage has a limit and then something else has a limit which but but similar to magikarp jump i only gave magikarp jump i think like five dollars or something i think magikarp jump had like a welcome package or whatever for five bucks and i did that Magikarp Jump was so playable without giving it money, and it feels like this game is really, really playable without giving it money. Um, so that's it's just I, I'm worried that me personally would have the Animal Crossing effect, which is I'm going to play it every day, and the the day I miss one day is going to domino into missing more days, into then just not playing because I feel like I'm so far behind. Yeah, which is a which I don't know any other game that has that. I don't know if I've coined that word, the Animal Crossing effect. I think everyone knows what I'm talking about when I say yeah. that. <laughs> I'm not sure what you can get behind on, though. It's uh, not quite the same as Animal Crossing. So yeah, the game director said that like individual sleep sessions are not that important. So if if you have a dog or a cat or you have a significant other in your bed, you shouldn't stress out or be worried that that like might mess up your day. He's, he said what is more important is like going to bed at the same time and then doing it every day. So you will get like a daily um, check-in every morning when you check in with Snorlax, but then you'll get a weekly one. And the weekly one is the thing that like you really want. Um, and that's going to reward you for like all week. So that's, that's why I do go back to like the Animal Crossing effect 
because like if you're on day five and then you miss day six, you're just like, I, I ruined my week. Like I, I missed it. But again, I've only I only played the game for, you know, I only slept once <laughs> and I was still in like hardcore tutorial mode because they they make you catch a starter. At least everyone in my party, they like every everyone either like I got like two Mankeys, a Caterpie, a Bulbasaur and like a Gulpin and it made me catch the Bulbasaur. And then everyone else was like, yeah, it made me catch Charmander. It made me catch Squirtle. So your first day is kind of predetermined of like you'll get one of the three starters and that what will be the forced catch. But on the second day, ideally, if I got two Mankeys, I should be able to catch one if I have biscuits or pokeballs to like calm them down and all that stuff the other thing is like shinies are in the game uh which we found out from a data mine and somebody at the event asked the director like hey how do we shiny hunt in this game and the the sigh of disappointment he did in front of us was <laughs> yeah. both amazing and funny at the same time like i like it wasn't like surprising to me but he was just like we haven't talked about shinies. I'm not going to confirm or deny if they're shinies, but if there is shinies, we want our trainers to like find that out and have that be fun for them to discover instead of just giving you how to do it. Yeah. I don't know if there 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 is near your little tent. You can put down like two incense. I got one incense for free, like just like Pokemon Go. Um, and then uh, the incense is supposed to, like, when you go to sleep, attract more Pokemon. And obviously you can buy more incense. I don't know. I'm sure you could pay real money for them, but you can use the in-game currency to also buy them. I don't know if there is a shiny hunting method, but I don't know how method hunting a game that requires you to go to sleep would be. But like, if this if is... My ideal shiny hunting method. I was born for this. I can sleep anywhere at any time. Let's shiny hunt for seven hours. Good night. Yeah, I don't know if it's like, if you sleep longer, you'll you'll increase the chance. Because if it is you just sleep longer, increase the chance, then people are just going to like not tell their phone they woke up until like the maximum thing, right? Like, Nah, they're just going to go into medical induced comas. Right, like you, you can take one nap during the day, but it has to be sixty minutes. But if people want to gamify this, or like I don't know, cheat, I don't know why they wouldn't be cheating. It would just be like, just say you're napping for nine hours, and then just after nine hours, just hit that you woke up, and then just go back to sleep for another nine hours. Like you can, you can like, I, I not cheat. I don't know what to call it. Like <laughs> loophole. You can the game the game. Yeah, you can game the game. I guess if you really want to. But what are you going to, I don't know. It's <laughs> my worry is like, I want to use it as is because I don't want to stress out about, like, I don't want to stress out about everything else because at that point, I'm just going to check out of the game. Like, I don't, I want it to, I, it's supposed, it's supposed to be a game. So I want to have fun. <laughs> and the second I start thinking like, oh, I'm behind or, oh my gosh, Greg has 30 Pokemon in his Pokédex, and I only have 28. Maybe I Find should sleep an extra sleeper. two hours tonight. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just really silly to think about. Also, they said the ideal sleep was eight and a half hours. That seems really long. Um, I thought... Let's... I thought seven to eight was, like, the standard. Let's walk away from what ideal is, because it is highly individual. Yep. On average, and we are talking on average average 
when you take literally a billion people and average it out, it's between seven to eight hours is the sleep resting area. There are people who are completely rested at five. There are people who are not rested unless they slept 10. Like it is on average. It is like most things involving your body, highly personal. The best way to figure out what your actual sleep duration is, is to do a two week vacation because the second week, if you just allow yourself to sleep is when you will finally find out how long you're supposed to be sleeping. Yep, I don't have any any qualms with any of those statements. I will say, however, that it does vary over the course of your lifetime. And it and does vary over the course of your lifetime. As you're younger, you generally need more sleep. And as you get older, you still need sleep, but it becomes harder to sleep. Well, it also, as you get older, it... You need a little bit less. You sleep in shorter durations as well. So okay. you will sleep for five hours, wake up, sleep again. That's why you have a lot of grandparents are like i went to bed at eight i got up at 1 a.m i made seven pies and then i went back to sleep <laughs> because that is how did you know what i did last night i look i have cameras everywhere <laughs> um but that that happens like when i say i've gotten to the age where i'm now waking up at four it's because i'm getting to the age where i need less chunks of sleep uh, before my body's like, hey, we need to take care of this thing, and then we're going to put you right back to sleep. Because I will get up, use the restroom, and then immediately go back to sleep. But, like, my grandma would go to sleep at 8. We would get messages from her at, like, 2 in the morning because she's wandering around making things. And then we're like, well, we can't call her again because she went back to bed at 3, and she's not going to wake up until 10. <laughs> like, your sleep varies wildly. And also the amount of of sleep you need your sleep cycle will also change so some people will have a sleep cycle of an hour some people will have a sleep cycle of an hour and a half so like if you take a nap you could be a 60 minute napper a 90 minute napper it depends on when your cycle ends about how rested you will feel when you wake up and that is also highly individual which has to do with the varying alarm clock that I know you mentioned in your stream and video, Steve, mm -hmm. that you can set a window for the alarm? Um, no, it's a toggle that you hit. Uh, okay. And I can't remember what it's called. Like smart, smart wake up, I think they called it. Yeah. So you, when you set your alarm, which I set mine for, I think, 7.30, there, if it's, from my understanding, this is what it said in the app, it said, like, if it senses you to, like, wake up a little bit before that, it will then just trigger the alarm then so you don't go back into... Which I've heard from, like, others, yeah. other studies of, like, if you're naturally waking up and then you, like, doze back, it's, like, kind of harder to get up. Mm -hmm. Well, because if you've dozed back and your alarm goes off in the middle of your next sleep cycle, you are trying to get out of a very different type of sleep than when your natural rhythm has hit the time where yeah, your yeah, body's yeah. like, mm -hmm. should we wake up? No. So I, I <laughs> so don't think I can catch it. Great. <laughs> I don't know if that worked for me in my instance, because one, I was in a hotel bed, so I wasn't sleeping amazingly anyways. Two, I had the fear of missing my morning meeting where I had to like give back my phone and then like go over my results with them. So I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would just woke up naturally or if it was like, oh my gosh, did I ever sleep? <laughs> I, I have had really good uh, 
uses of that kind of feature in the past. I used an app for maybe a few years back in middle school that did that, where it woke me up when I started moving in the morning, close-ish to my alarm, and I definitely felt more rested with that alarm than with a set time that was just the same time every day. So I'm looking forward to that feature. Yeah, I uh, I was impressed with the... It seemed like there was a lot of game there. Um, and they did kind of stress multiple times that it it's not a health app. It's a game. I um, think that's just because if they use the words health app, then they're liable <laughs> oh, for yeah, so much yeah. more. They're liable for a lot. So they, they did say that they worked with like this famous Japanese sleep professor. Um, and then like the translator girl who works for, I think she works for Select Button. Um, she was like, he's like really well known in Japan. And she gave his name and she gave what like college, university, whatever that he attended. And she was like, it was like really exciting that he was working on it because apparently he's a big deal in Japan. But like that was, he like, um, not like the reference, the 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 person they would go to for probably an advisor. Of yeah, some advisor. Sort. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, he was the advisor. So, um, she seemed like genuinely excited, and uh, she was she was great. She like did all the translations for the game director and for us and everything. Um, yeah. I and going back to like the game, it's just like some people don't even nap. So like. Are other people going to have an advantage in this non-competitive game because they do nap versus people that don't nap? Like, I do, I I do worry the the social, almost like stress around like, I I like I feel behind in this game because I'm not doing it properly or not doing it right for a game that is supposed to be like developing you healthy habits it does seem like a stressful game of like am i gonna get a shiny uh, uh did i i didn't get any new pokemon last night oh i maybe i didn't sleep long enough or like i don't take a nap but maybe i should like i just want to try to enjoy it <laughs> i'm just gonna go at it as this is an extra button i press when i go to bed yeah oh look there's pokemon in the morning that's cool I'm going to I'm going to game the heck out of this thing. <laughs> I got my nap schedules planned. I got my time to bed. I got my time to rise all set. I'm going to blow you people away I, and I'm never going to pay a dollar for it. I do really like that it values consistency when you go to bed. Not only do I think that that's a good idea, but I also know that it's one of the things I'm particularly bad at, so I'm hoping this helps. Yeah, I I think this game is like really ambitious. I think it's really cool. I don't know if this is going to be like a 10-year game, you know what I mean? I don't know if this is going to be another Pokemon Go or a Pokemon Masters or a Pokemon Unite. I mean, Magikarp Jump is still out. That's true. It still exists. Not everything has to be long-lasting for it to have value. Yeah. Also true. I don't think it works. Uh, I think this was asked. I don't think it works with Apple HealthKit or Google HealthKit. Um, I think I would be more it, like I would be almost more willing if I guess I guess if I cared about my sleep data more. Because if you were using one app that tracked your sleep and then you decided to switch to another app, like the hot new app that came out, maybe it's cheaper. It would continue in ha Apple Health to be like, like you're, you you don't skip a beat for like losing that data, you know, no matter what app you switch to, it's still yeah. recorded there. So they did talk about like potentially working with that. They were like, it's just not a focus right now. Same with like Apple Watch support or Google Pixel Watch support for Fitbit. 
they were like, yeah, it's something on our radar. It's something we want to look into. It's just like we were focused on getting this out and, you know, for people to try it and enjoy it. So I don't know. A lot of like maybes in the future, but also like how many people are going to give it $10 a month? And it, will that make development faster or slower or scrap this or keep going? Like, I don't know. I think I think that $10 a month is is asking a whole lot for... I read all the rewards and I was like, man, some of these are super vague. Like, what does that mean? Like, also $100 maybe, a year. If the maybe on uh, being able to put these Pokemon you find when you're sleeping into Pokemon Home becomes a feature, then maybe paying for it each month would maybe. be more, lu- more lucrative. But yeah. But that's... I didn't even think of that being a potential thing until I heard someone ask the question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, that would be nice. That would be a cool feature. <laughs> if you find a shiny in Pokemon Sleep, it would be neat to be able to put it in home. Yes. And not to leave it in sleep forever. Yeah, yeah. And because you, you do have to, like, I think attempt to catch it. There are Pokeballs, Great Balls, Master Balls, Ultra Balls in the game. Um, Luxury Balls? I didn't see that. I'm out. We're done. I, I didn't see Premier either. Oh, we're really done. Yeah, I don't. I mean, like when it comes to shinies and when it comes to just Pokemon games in general, they're always so RNG based. So it's like, what do you have to do to get one to appear? When it appears, do you even have like the biscuits or the Pokeballs to get it? Like, I don't. Who knows? <laughs> we will see. I I hope it's uh, well. It's coming from Select Button, the same people who make Magikarp Jump, and I thought Magikarp Jump was brilliant. So the game side of things. I think they're really good at making a gameplay loop that you're excited to come back to. Um, it's just like the question of what a week of rewards look like or w- are you going to log in every day to do this? It doesn't look like the game's asking a lot of your time, which can be either good or bad depending. But yeah, you're not going to be able to like sit there for like eight hours and be like, okay, grind out Pokemon sleep. Like you're, you're just going to run out of things to do relatively quickly. But it, I'm I'm sure by the time this podcast goes up, more people will have access to it, and it will start rolling out for everyone. But yeah, uh, let's take a break. Uh, when we get back, we have some other news to talk about, so we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Every Plate. Looking to budget your food expenses this summer? Get more bang for your bite with America's Best Value Meal Kit. Every plate is 25% cheaper, 25, than grocery shopping, no hidden fees, great value that you can count on, delivering you week after week, unless you want to pause a week, you can do that too. Plus, you only pay for what you need with free portioned ingredients. I've been doing this every plate train for over a year, still love it, still getting the spicy chicken, still getting the mac and cheese, still getting the caramelized onion burgers, although I don't put the caramelized onions on my burger. You could. They're there. They're great. They smell good, at least. (laughs) I'm just not a big onion fan. But if you are a big onion fan, the caramelized burgers, I can confirm the burger is awesome. Choosing every plate over takeout will help you save money while still enjoying quick, satisfying meals. Their meals are 50% cheaper than your average fast, casual meal. And those fast, casual meals have only been going up in price. Every plate provides plenty of delicious variety, so you will never get the same stuff unless you want the same stuff. 
There will be over 26 tasty and affordable recipes that you can choose from each week. This will include 15 minutes or less dinners and breakfasts. Plus, you can add on more options, including up to 22 different sides, lunches, snacks, desserts, and more. We keep going with every plate because we love every plate. Haven't had a bad meal since. And if you don't want a bad meal, you can get $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code SUPEREFFECTIVE49. Get started with every plate for just $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and enter the code SUPEREFFECTIVE49. Hey, are you listening to the podcast using the Apple Podcast app? Well, you're in luck. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can go into the app and you can get a free two-week trial to our premium feed. That is going to get you bonus episodes directly in your app without doing anything besides hitting that button that you want to sign up. It's also going to get you a two-week free trial. So on top of getting more episodes in your feed every single month, you are also going to get ad-free episodes every single week. You wouldn't be hearing this ad right now because you would be on the premium feed and you could skip the ads. So if you want to support It's Super Effective and you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, check out the app. You'll be able to start a two-week free trial. You can listen to our backlog. You can listen to future episodes ad-free. If you like it, stick around. One of the best ways you can support the show. And we are back from our break. I think this is a big deal. Maybe it's not. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like most Comic-Con stuff is kind of a big deal. Pokemon having a panel at Comic-Con is a big deal. I doubt the information in it will be a big deal. (laughs) What is very interesting is due to the actors and writers strike, this may be one of the only panels that actually has people from the company that's allowed to go. Oh, because, like, for example, if, like, Sarah Natocheni was still doing the anime, she might be invited out, but she should be a part of the... She cannot go due to... Uh, I guarantee she's part of SAG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, it's screen acting. Voice Voiceovers are part of the Screen Actors Guild um, and would be not allowed to go promote anything. So, Comic-Con... This might be a bad Comic-Con, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Like, Comic-Con... None of the actors can go. None. And none of the writers can go. So it's just probably producers. There's some value in producing. Some. (laughs) I would like to hear from some producers. I guarantee you most people don't know who the producers are of most of your shows. And since a lot of actors also produce those shows, they also can't go because they would be crossing the picket line. So... I'm excited because a lot of people will probably be going to a Pokemon panel full of people, unlike a lot of the other ones. For those that don't know, this is off the official Pokemon website. This is their press release here. Pokemon reveals plans plans for Comic-Con International featuring first ever panel celebrating the legacy and future of its iconic animation. The Pokemon Company International to provide behind-the-scenes insights... This could just be a video they have ready, too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it could be. It really could be. Into how it delivers animation from Japan 
to fans around the world, including Pokemon Ultimate Journeys, the series finale, and the upcoming Pokemon Horizons, the series. Additional fan-focused Pokemon experiences will also be available during Comic-Con International. Um, This will take place Thursday, July 20th from 11.45 a.m. to 12.45 p.m. in room 6BCF. Very easy to remember on the San Diego Convention. Panel will offer behind-the-scenes looks at animation, localization. There is also a special collection including Ash and Pikachu Story. We know about that in Japan. I think that was 11 episodes. So they're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, and then they talk about Liko and Roy for Pokemon Horizons. And quote, Comic-Con International is the premier pop culture event and the perfect place to celebrate these icons who have made an indelible mark on popular culture. As we embark on this new chapter, we invite attendees to join as we share never-before-seen insights on how we localize this series for trainers to enjoy their favorite stories and characters. There will also be a Jazzware Spotlight panel hosted by Pokemon Master Toy Licensing Partner Jazzwares. Now, I don't think they're on strike. I think the toy industry is yeah, still the toy industry pumping is out not toys. Yet on strike. <laughs> not <laughs> yet. They could join. Like, hey, why they not? They could join. Look, UPS is primed to join in about two weeks. So yep. the world is going to come to a screeching halt. <laughs> they, they could They could join. Jazzwares is like very hit and miss with some of their toys, uh, yeah. but for the most part, their toys are fine. Outside of the panels, trainers will be able to engage with Pokemon brand throughout the various experience on the show floor, such as photo opportunities, fan-focused giveaways, and product previews at the Jazzwares booth, the Mattel booth, and the Bandai Namco booth. Um, they will feature Pokemon products from Bandai Spirits and Kawada, respectfully. I'd never heard of that brand, but okay. Those are, will be unique to the Comic-Con international attendees. In addition, trainers can purchase official Pokemon merchandise unique to Comic-Con at Jazzwares and Mattel's booths. Lastly, publishing partner Insights Editions will pass out recipe cards for its um, upcoming Pokemon baking booth at booth 2129 while supplies last. That seems pretty cool. Pokemon um, baking book, not booth. So oh, this sorry. is something that people yeah, can get. Yeah, they're coming out with a Pokemon baking <laughs> book, and they will have stuff. Screenwriters and actors and voice actors being on strike, which completely, yes, they should be. They should yes, be getting should paid be, more. Yes. Every a lot of people should be getting paid more for what they do. Correct. Just all across yep. the board, people Hannah deserve and to I get are paid going money. On strike soon to demand. <laughs> Uh, Podcasting. We, need, we need codes. We don't need <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Doesn't need like a thirtieth yacht. It's fine. People should get paid appropriately. Besides that, it sounds like this is really cool. Yeah, with what they're doing, uh, I do know. I think the the Jazzware they have like a starter figure collection that will only be at Comic Con. They're only like making yeah, like five hundred of them. Real cool. It's really cool. So if you are going. That's cool for you. If you don't get one, probably somebody scalped it, and that sucks. <laughs> but, like, I'm going to guess this Comic-Con thing is, because of how the Pokemon company works, I'm going to guess it's mostly pre-recorded. And you're going to walk into a room, you're going to sit down, they're going to hit play, there might be a very small Q&A, but what's going to happen is if they're like, we have 15 minutes for Q&A, somebody's going to get up there and ask the world's longest question that yep. will give you the simplest answer, and you'll be like, ah, you wasted the whole Q&A. Like, thanks, man. 
Like, why didn't Ash and Gary hold hands in episode 1024? <laughs> they did. It was cut out to the censors. Next question. <laughs> is is Ash and Serena, did they have Lico? It's a, hey, you know the weird, sorry. No, <laughs> they showed in the second part of Pokemon Horizons. This is not a spoiler. I promise you. Don't worry. I, I'm trying to avoid spoilers as well. But the second part of Pokemon Horizons is coming out in Japan. And on the poster, they showed Kabu. So they showed a Gen 8 gym leader appearing in the series. And so that might be our first sign that, like, nothing, like, this is the same universe. Like, nothing has happened. Like, a Ka- Ka- Kabu is already pretty old, right? Like, he doesn't look younger. He doesn't look older. He looks exactly like he does. Which, which my dream, my fan fiction of the Pokemon anime is that Liko sees Ash as champion and then she eventually wants to battle Ash. And I think that would be cool. That would be a cool How way to bring back. How old is Kabu? I don't. Once you get past a certain age, you don't age as fast as people <laughs> think you do. Like, <laughs> believe me, people are like, "What?" It is. It it would be weird in their universe. I mean, they definitely, obviously, time travel exists. We have Hoopa and we have uh, Celebi, and Celebi. We have, yeah, we have a bunch of things that can make time distortion things happen. Right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. If you've done 27 years of these gym leaders always look like these gym leaders forever, it would be weird to start aging up or down in a future anime. Kabu being Kabu, realizing that, oh, Kabu didn't appear in any of the (laughs) last three years. (laughs) He's here now or he will be here. Um, I don't know. I don't want to overthink it too much. I just thought it was interesting. Kabu is officially middle-aged, whatever that means. (laughs) I am officially middle-aged as well. So is he like 35 and he's a millennial and he's like <laughs> yep. struggling to get a job right now and not getting paid like, enough? Is that what we're saying it, for Kabu? Yeah, absolutely. Kabu's a millennial. Because we the funny thing is we know we know Opal is 88. Yeah. Because they state that. But then and we know that Melody has to be at least in her 30s because she has a son. Hey, you that's can, around Have you 20. never seen Super Sweet 16 on MTV? I said, he's 20. <laughs> she has to be at least in her 30s. At okay. Somewhere All in right. her 30s. Wait, wait, we know for sure that that dude's 20. I can't remember his name. Uh, Gordy. Gordy. I think Gordy is... I think he's supposed to be... He might be 19 or 20. He's okay. in, in there somewhere. And, like, I think they say Milo is 17, which is like, What? Yeah, you gotta have that if farmer strength. So. <laughs> and Nessa's twenty-one. Yeah, and then isn't the Ghost Boy like the youngest gym leader ever? Yeah. And then for whatever reason, Scarlet and Violet they had to like up that by making an even younger Elite Four member for whatever reason. Worst, worst. Because <laughs> like Alistair is supposed to be around the same age as you as the character and. The rivals. So somewhere in the 11 to 12, 14, 15. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I think they upped. I think they upped them to 14. Yeah. At one point. Okay. Well, talking about more products here. uh, Speaking of Tinkaton, because that little, I can't remember her name. That Elite Four member. 
Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm not sure about her name either. Siri? I don't either. Everybody remembers Riku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is off Pokemon.com. Pokemon TCG Tinkaton EX Battle Deck and Chen Pao EX Battle Deck uh, are launching. They should have launched on Friday. They should have launched a couple days ago. Uh, they are 60 card full decks. One is Tinkaton, one is Chen Pao. Um, you can play right out of the box. You'll get a variety of accessories. You will get a playmat, damage counters, metallic coin, and more. Um, it's the paper playmat. Don't don't get too excited. Uh, the only reason I bring this up uh, is because there was a toy fair thing that happened in New York on Wednesday, so just a couple days ago, and they released a bunch of um, like jazzware stuff and TCG stuff and a bunch of stuff. Just a bunch of toys. So if you're looking at your local Target, Walmart, Best Buy, all that stuff, there should be new Pokemon items. Whether or not you care about them, that's up to you. But TCG, plushes, all that stuff. Uh, there's just another wave of stuff that just came out um, that would be like store exclusive. Like Jazzwares plushes mm-hmm. aren't on Pokemon Center. They're usually in Targets or Walmarts, yep. Meyer, <laughs> wherever you get your groceries. Cub Foods, I don't know. <laughs> Cub doesn't have him. Cub doesn't have like a, a toy aisle, like a single toy they, aisle. They don't really have a toy aisle anymore. Hmm. That was my favorite they part of the toy grocery aisle. store. They have lots for dogs and cats, not for kids. Uh, final bit of news here is uh, the Pokemon launches an official community forum. The title of this article, and it's already a disaster. This is off Nintendo Life. Now, I know what you're saying, listener. You're going to be like, there was already a Pokemon forum. True, kind of. But the Pokemon forum that existed for the last couple of years was a support-only forum. It was, like, there to be like, hey, TCGO is broken. The common response is, you know, when isn't it broken? And then then they shut it down. It doesn't exist. <laughs> now the new forum is TCG Live is broken. And it's like, it ain't getting fixed anytime soon. For whatever reason... In the year 2023, (laughs) the Pokemon company decided on Pokemon.com, get together with fellow trainers on the Pokemon community forums. This was launched on July 3rd. You can stay up to date with the latest Pokemon news, discuss your favorite Pokemon, and even help the community at large by submitting bug reports for Pokemon TCG Live or Pokemon Unite. I love how that is a bullet point to sign up for their forums. People are doing it. (laughs) Please help us help you (laughs) fix this terrible product we put out. Please. Please play it and let us know which cards are broken. Now, they launched like a general forum. This is this is the new part of it. You could always go there and be like, hey, my Chen Pao EX isn't working. And then they would be like, that's a known bug. You'd be like, okay. I have a screenshot of July 5th of some of the questions that have been asked in this forum. I don't know if a lot of them are appropriate, but they lasted on the forum for quite a while. I They're wasn't able to now. find, yeah, the best one I was able to find when I checked it earlier today on community.pokemon.com was a question of what cake would you bake for Giratina? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need to know the answer to that. <laughs> I have, uh, oh, I had the forum up because I was looking at the recent questions. Um, yeah, it went from awesome to real boring. Mm-hmm. 
And it's hard to navigate. It's hard to get past the first page <laughs> of a yeah, lot of the... Second page of these forums feels like second page of Google. Why am I here and how did I get here? <laughs> yeah, it went from like the most immature, what can we get away with questions because mods might be asleep. The general like, if that's like a big Reddit meme of like, mods are asleep, post anything. Um, to the most sterile forum experience in the entire world. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, in the two weeks that this happened, they have gotten moderation down mm-hmm. to the point where, yeah, I like. <laughs> it's a communal way to submit bug reports. That's pretty much it. Although they are still, you have to go pretty deep to find some of the fun ones. Like top ten Pokemon <laughs> that are most likely to dox you on Twitter. It's a solid thread. That is a solid. <laughs> Couldn't find forum that one. Didn't post. see that one. I saw like nice. which Pokemon do you think are for, forklift certified? Which is you'll good. never, you'll never guess who number one is is on this list of Pokemon most likely to dox you on Twitter. I'm gonna guess Onyx. Onyx isn't even on the list. <laughs> Growlithe. What? Growlithe is number one? Yeah. I mean, Chatot is three, which makes more sense. <laughs> Chatot makes yeah, yeah, more yeah. sense. I would maybe put Squawkabilly up there, too. Yeah, anything I feel that like he's talked. up to no good. Mewtwo is ten and Meloetta is nine. This is just a person who's got a hate agenda going. We are... As a society, like circling back to early internet days, you can see that with like threads, which is just, it's just the Facebook wall. It's just early yeah, Facebook. Yeah, it's just the Facebook wall. It makes me feel comforted and warm. Like we went from chat rooms to then forums to then like IRC, then to like Facebook slash Twitter, and now we're going backwards <laughs> i mean we went from the bulletin board system which is where i started the good old bbs system where you would just go and read people's posts because you could only you could just put a thing up and then hope somebody came by and saw it because they dialed your number i remember when i was in high school and i was playing a lot of mario kart ds a lot of animal crossing wild world the good the good old days and there was the official Nintendo forums, and I would spend a lot of time on there. And I can just, like, look back as, as an adult now to high school Steve wearing a chain wallet, playing Mario Kart DS, wearing Jinko jeans to fit my DS in my pants, and be like, I, as an adult, would never want to interact with that age group on a forum. Like, you're just not getting anything from that like i probably posted like oh xbox sucks i love mario and like as a kid being in a place with responsible adults can be a good thing you can learn a whole lot there are there are tricky lines to draw there i know is responsible (laughs) adults (laughs) as a kid i got along with people who were a few years older than me, a whole lot more than I got along with people my own age. Yeah. And I know I, that there are also young people in our communities here and there. Yeah, and the, I think I think the, um, the, I think the key is in the earlier wild days is there just were not responsible adults. 
around a lot, really watching what was going like when we say the Internet was weird back in the day is because you had to invest kind of a lot to be able to get into it. And it was a very niche thing. Like when I did the Bolton board systems, it was a bunch of nerds making you would just make like a story game. And then you would put it out there, say, hey, come and interact with my story game. It's kind of like a choose your own adventure. And like you had very specific people. And then you sort of as business, like as it became business viable, you'd have the business Internet of people using it only for like important things. And then still the weirdos who were like, this is a cool niche hobby. And so there's that time period of where you're running into some of the wildest people I have ever met and some people that I should have never been talking to (laughs) never should be talking to this person. And there were no, there was no good gatekeeping late nineties. Internet finally became a thing of people saying we should really be paying attention to what people are doing and who's talking to each other. Because some of these people should not be talking to kids. Yeah. And there are a lot of really hard lines to draw there and a lot of places where they're not drawing the lines in places. They should be. Uh, Yep. Yep. Yeah, I just, I don't think forums are it right now. Maybe in like two years, forums (laughs) will be it again. But like. When the rest of the internet's just robots talking to each other. I I mean, (laughs) the good thing about forums for an all ages type of feel is how slow it goes and how easier it is to sort of moderate and because everything's locked in its own thread like you can just nuke the entire thread and there's not a lot of like i'm gonna i'm gonna like reply or repost this thread like forums are still somewhat easier to control and moderate so for what they're doing and the audience that they are hitting forums makes it it's it's better than saying hey 10 year old go to twitter and find some pokemon stuff yeah i think i think in the sense of like if i need a question about a specific like how does tropical beach work i don't understand the text on the card i could understand going to a forum and like maybe getting that answer right you could also do that in like a Reddit, although Reddit has also decided to self implode and be a yep. terrible service in the last like month, which is super unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I, I almost think like Reddit is better than a forum in sense because you can get downvoted, which is both good and bad. But I think the good thing about getting downvoted is like when you just start asking really pointless silly like waste of time questions you kind of get that feedback instantly like no one wants this whereas like a forum there's kind of no feedback right like if there's no way to downvote like somebody could answer your question or it's like oh like who is the cutest pokemon that i could get on my pillowcase like that could just go ignored or Mm -hmm. somebody could just write charizard and you'd be like okay i guess i'll buy a charizard pillowcase like, I think there is more feedback to a person because like when I switched from forums to Reddit and I would like post something 
and then it would get upvoted, I would be like, oh, cool. I'll just like, there's that serotonin hit. I will just post something similar and because people like it. And then if I posted like, what's your favorite shoe? And then on a Pokemon for space and it got downvoted, I'd be like, oh, okay, I guess, I guess we're not talking about that there. Like there is that kind of feedback. I mean, um, there's slight feedback on the forums because things that get more reply, they go back to the front page. Like the things that don't get a lot of replies go into the ether. So there's a <laughs> little bit of that. And one thing that, you know, that you can kind of see on the forums is you can see how many people have looked at it. Um, So it does do that somewhat i mean we don't know exactly what their requirements are like if somebody replies does it automatically go to the front does it not like what is what how does their forums actually work but yeah they they don't have strong direct feedback as far as i can see other than like somebody replying to this and saying this ain't it dog <laughs> but like is this even worth it to the pokemon company like they have to now have somebody i can't imagine this is all getting automated they have to have somebody looking at these posts sure yeah there's a hopefully in there um i mean they probably have the community the community moderators that run their other social medias are now required to also keep on top of this i guarantee you they just said we're launching the forums and this is now part of your job duty yeah, I mean, I, I already have problems with Pokemon moderation when it comes to, like, Twitch. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying, I'm, like, not trying to get, keep young people from using the internet. That's not it. Like, we have younger fans in our Discord. We have younger fans in our Slack. And they've been great. But it's also because, like, we have a lot of, like, responsible. Not all of you are responsible. Don't get carried away. We have a lot of responsible people in our community that, like, make that happen. And I have to, like, directly moderate my own, like, Twitch chat, which is a gateway to either, like, Slack or Discord. And I, like, I had, a, like, a situation the other night where somebody came in and they, they were like, what's your favorite Pokemon? What's your favorite shiny? What's your favorite shiny Pokemon? Like, it was just, like, question after question. And when you've been on, like, the internet long enough, you just know that that person happens to be younger because it doesn't because i've done this song and dance before but like you give them an answer and like there's no response to that answer it's just like okay next question right it's like please entertain me and only me to ignore i can't i can't see the other 200 people here i'm just i can't read the room i'm just asking you a question because you're the streamer and i'm the viewer you know at a, like I, when i try to like ask them questions like can we like okay you're like i get it you're probably younger you keep asking me questions let me ask you a question let's like we're not having a conversation like you mm -hmm. asking me question after question is not a conversation let me ask you a question and it wasn't going that way and then finally they just like typed exclamation point fart in the chat because they wanted to see if that did anything and i was like okay well yeah you know chill out like it's late maybe maybe you know like and they didn't come back after the timeout which is like standard kid behavior right they just wanted attention i didn't give them the attention they wanted I tried to like have a conversation and they probably mm -hmm. moved on to a different stream. Like, and for the most part, that's kind of why my stream doesn't have a lot of kids. <laughs> Cause like, I'm, I'm not here to babysit. Like, like if you want to come in and you fit in and you have a good time, great. Awesome. There are kids that know how to read the room and there are kids mm -hmm. that like just watch. They don't, they don't need to, they don't need to commentate or entertain. They might say hi. They might say goodbye. I don't know. I look at this forum thing and I'm like, I don't think this is it, but. 
<laughs> I don't think this is it for a variety of reasons, but I also think like now you've created more work for yourself, Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I heard about it at first, I thought that maybe this is what they were trying to pivot to because the social internet is dying, but it doesn't even seem like that kind of thing. They're not posting <laughs> news on there. This no. place just exists. It just exists. It just exists for people who want to go there to go there and talk. It does feel very, it does feel very dated. Like, yeah, like 100%. visiting this thing and I'm like, I remember having to do this because there was nothing else. And this is just what you did. Like, I was part of a huge forum. I met a lot of friends that way. But like, it's not the worst way to to sort of start finding a community. But it also feels really dated a real dated way to find a community yes and i'm very curious who at in seattle who in like seattle like pitched hey we should we should extend our forum to more general topics because they would have had to got that approved by like japan and was is japan still running on forums are they like yeah we know what that is (laughs) yeah like i get i get it i get like hey we have fans they might either use reddit or twitter they might not have a community they might not have anywhere to go and they need to ask how burn works on this specific card or maybe they like need to know like what is the best nature for a competitive arcanine and this would be a place to ask and like that makes sense but, but it's not happening yeah but the, those situations are not happening at all it's just like what's your favorite pokemon (laughs) t-shirt i mean i'm trying to look through i think i found one that's like actually asking a like hey how do you do this or there are a lot they're just all in the unanswered questions yeah they're just all the ones that nobody's replied to right because the people that would apply would probably not have any desire to go there because the other questions push them away. Like, I think the last time I actually seriously used a forum was like a car forum Mm -hmm. where it was like all car talk and you could search for a specific issue and you could click it and then you could scroll down and you could see suggestions. And it was actually like really helpful, but I could, and I could get probably similar things from like Reddit because Reddit also like pops up on Google. But, like, you would think you would apply the car talk logic of, like, "Ah, I don't know, like, what brakes to get for my car. And then people are recommending brands. And, like, that is helpful. But, like, I think the things they want are not happening. (laughs) And if they are, they're not getting answered, which is, therefore, still not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm on page five and I'm still (laughs) searching for. (laughs) I'm still searching for anything. Like the front, like like, I look at the front page and I'm just like, I have no desire to answer any of these questions or to participate in any of this, any of these conversations. Yeah, I mean, I am not the audience for this. Who is the audience? Couldn't tell you. Somebody. One of them on the front page is short attention span versus Pokemon. Yeah. What? 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 What does that mean? (laughs) And then somebody just wrote a novel. I ain't reading that. (laughs) Man, I ain't got time for that. I'm so so confused about the title of this post. (laughs) 
Anyways, that's our show for you guys today. I'm sure there are some Pokemon news we missed, but... Uh, I mean, they're going to announce raids at some point, right? The next one? Was it Reggie Eliki and uh, something else after Eliki? Oh, no, you're talking I mean, about like, uh, Scarlet and Violet. Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, Scarlet and Violet. Um, by the time this podcast goes up, they could announce Rillaboom, which would be the last starter in the game code. Um, there are no more starters after this. I keep getting comments of when is Meganium coming. Meganium is not None. in the game. Never will These be in the, the game. These are the only starters from now going forward. You got in Pokemon Snap. Take what you can get. Actually, I don't know. It could be with DLC. Um, there are there there is the the rumor and speculation of Mewtwo. Being a seven-star raid boss, this should surprise no one because Mewtwo has been a raid boss before in Sword and Shield. <laughs> uh, to talk about that rumor real quick, the rumor is that a Mewtwo would appear in seven-star raids. We do not know its terror type. Um, it would be non-catchable, which is not a surprise because, again, you could not catch it in Sword and Shield. There was also Urshifu. Glastrier, Calyrex, Zeraora, these were also non-catchable raids. The speculation, though, is if you bring a Mew to the raid, the Mew would get the mightiest mark for defeating Mewtwo. This would make sense because Niantic is brought back the shiny Mew questline in Pokemon Go. Also, Mewtwo is coming to Pokemon Unite. Yep. Also... Mewtwo would convince people to pick up this game again. I the amount of people that are like, I'm going back to Pokemon Unite because of Mewtwo is mind blowing. Yeah, like, like super. Like this is the Pokemon that's bringing people back is Mewtwo, which and is like there's two of them, <laughs> which is also weird. <laughs> like we know that Mewtwo is popular. We know that people love him. He goes crazy in Pokemon Go as well. But like to see that wave of people move from like go to you know not the same people but like the wave of excitement go like Mewtwo's coming to unite I'm going to boot back up unite so like Mewtwo moves he's he's moving selling units left and right making closings the whole thing is works the room every time so Mewtwo could be next Rillaboom could be next we could get nothing um if it is Mewtwo ideally it sounds like they want you to bring a Mew because like first movie Mewtwo versus Mew blah 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 you get the mark on it um, wouldn't know what to do without Terratype. Whether that's Psychic, Dark, Steel, I don't know. I don't know what works in that situation. But I'm super worried they're going to do something like that over Worlds. And then it's like, Worlds is happening. This mm-hmm. super sold out event that people can't even get to like the parades or the cruise ship or like the Pokemon Center because it's like they they should never do worlds in Japan again. It hasn't even <laughs> happened, but it is already a mess. Like I, I know a handful of people that were planning on like still planning on going to worlds. They don't have tickets for anything. <laughs> They're just going to show up and be like, this is happening. I can't go to it. I was planning on going to it. I guess I'm just going to do other Japanese things. Like, it is insane. Expected. Well, expected in the sense that, like, (laughs) Japan loves Pokemon. When we announced the dates, they should have said it was going to be a raffle system. So the people didn't buy their plane tickets before they knew they weren't going to be able to get in. Yeah. I feel bad. Like, Mm mm-hmm. I know I'm like a Pokemon partner. I know I'm invited. I have no clue what I'm going to. 
like I, I don't know like they they're like make sure your schedule's open we'll have events for you i'm like do i sign up for the parade am i are you taking me to the parade I, if i'm supposed to sign up for the parade i missed it i don't know anyone who is going to japan i know a lot of other content creators are going to japan i don't know a single one that got approved for any of these events like the parade the the like the fireworks show the concert the tcg trading trade ship thing that they're like i i i can't find a single person who got like they won they're like raffle (laughs) like i don't know if in the system i don't know if this is a real thing i don't know if in the system like they prioritize like locals over like Uh, because you have to put your address yeah. yeah i that would be that would be potentially a lawsuit but I feel like uh, it's something they would have to state outright, and they if would they have did, to say, people would have been talking about it. But out of, like, I don't know, like, 40 other content creators that are going, most on their own dime, I don't know a single one that got approved for, like, the six events they all applied for. I didn't even apply for them. I, I, they, they came and went. I was like, oh, that, that happened? Oh, the raffle's there already over? a lot over? of really cool things happening, yeah. but we'll see <laughs> yeah. how much we can learn about them, even. <laughs> so... Anyways, Mewtwo, possibly Rillaboom coming to Scarlet and Violet. Um, if they do come, uh, I'll do raid builds, have a Twitch stream, put up a YouTube video. I'll be fighting Mew versus Mewtwo and Unite when it hits. We're yeah, that's uh, next week, right, Greg? They give. Uh, yeah, the 27th, I think, is when it's hitting for the anniversary date. Oh, okay, so we, we wouldn't even know by next podcast. Okay. No, I'll... Pretty sure it's the 27th is the first one and the second one sometime in August, I yeah. think. Um, and yeah, probably by the time this episode comes out, Pokemon Sleep will be available anywhere. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you are already playing Pokemon Sleep. Let me know if you bought that $10 a month uh, plan. That would be cool. Or, you know, if you did play it, let me know your first impressions. If you plan on uh, playing it. July 21st. Is the first Me Too coming July twenty first? Uh, oh yeah, so we should be able to talk about it. We should be able. To, okay. Yep. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, feel free to leave a review. Super, super helpful. I haven't said that in a while. Um, thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Greg. Uh, we will be back next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super ready to fall asleep and find a Pokemon when we wake up. Effective. For ten bucks. <laughs> Ah, nope. This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers over on Patreon, starting with Kay, Catherine, Stuart, Tony, Matthew, Casey, Brady, Jessica, Spencer, Brian, Bovine, Stephen, Chris, Josh, Fumes, and Yarny. A huge shout out to all of them. If you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash PKMNCAST to support the show, and we will see you next week.